Real Nerds listeners, here's an exciting interview from our time spent at Starfest 2013. Enjoy. Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast at Starfest 2013. We are sitting with Matt Murbeck. Matt, welcome to the show. Thank you. How's it going? Good. I just got here. Like really, I, I got here and walked straight up to you guys' booth. So really, we've been here yeah. since seven thirty in the morning. That's about <laughs> when I got up, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would have liked to have gotten. Well, because they told us that the convention opens like at eight, so we're like, oh man, we got to get here or nine, so we got to get here and set up our stuff. And so we sat uh, sat in the restaurant for an hour. Yeah. Then we sat here for like thirty minutes, and then wait another forty minutes for anyone showed up. Well, but that's the thing about this con is it's a huge party. That's why all the banners are in the you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, so everybody's in their room drinking last night. So they're, they're like, yeah, the con starts at eight, but uh, I'm not gonna get up till ten. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. That's that's what we were trying to tell Brad, but he didn't believe us. Yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, okay. We didn't go to bed till I mean our podcast was over at one forty-five yesterday. Yeah. In the morning. Yeah. Ugh. So, yeah. stuff. So, uh, tell us what you're dressed as. I mean, we know, but no one can I'm, see you on the radio. Right. I am Harry <laughs> Dresden, Wizard Private Eye, from a book series called The Dresden Files. Cool. You so. know how I found out who Dresden was? I was at San Diego Comic-Con, and they had a 24 panel. And before the 24 panel, the Jim Butcher was the, oh, really? was the guy talking there. And I had no idea who he was. Uh, Brad knows who he is because his girl ex-girlfriend loved The Dresden Files. <laughs> so, it, it was torture for him. So what exactly? No he keeps giving me mean looks. Exactly. He's like, <laughs> what did I do? He's like, fuck that Dresden guy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tell us a little bit about Dresden Files because I don't know. Well, it's uh, it's on book I believe fourteen. Oh wow! Uh, wow. I, ca- I can't count much past four. The so books are only I, like I ten pages long, right? What's that? The books are only like ten pages long. No, uh, no, they're not. They're not children's they're full books. Full length books and fourteen. Yeah, they're books? full oh, length. Man. They get they get bigger like Harry Potter. The first one is pretty <laughs> pretty pulpy, pretty pretty short. Yeah, uh, you can read it if you read fast in you know a couple hours. Yeah, but the most recent one is like Stephen King length. I mean, wow. they're, they're thick. Yeah, but uh, it's basically about a private eye wizard in modern day Chicago and he solves murder mysteries uh, that have to do with supernatural things like fae and vampires, werewolves very cool uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty cool it sounds like a cool property, are they ever going to make a movie out of it? because it sounds like it's movie ready didn't they make they a movie? A, they had a TV series a couple years back that tanked pretty hard uh, it only lasted about one season Nick Cage had produced it because he bought the rights from Jim Butcher, and he said, "I'm a huge fan." And then he turned around and just kind of used all the names and sounds like something like Nick Cage would do. Yeah, so yeah. It, was it? It wasn't very good. As a, as a big fan, can you here, say? Yeah. Here, wait. I'll do oh, my Nick Cage. Okay. Hey, Jim Butcher. <laughs> uh, let, let, let me use your Dresden files. Oh yeah. man. And <laughs> no, I want to. I want to no. take the cover off. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh god. If he actually quotes his movies in real life, I think I'd be a little. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Back. You know, yeah. he he likes Superman. Oh yeah. no, he loves. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you know what? That was good. Uh, uh, I'm so mean. Yes, wait, you wait, are. Yeah, way right? to poke and prod the, the the guest. Right, right. I, I've been waiting to set that up for the longest time. <laughs> I'm like, how can I make fun of Nick Cage and Superman? And Superman at the same time. One time. <laughs> And an opportunity well, it, it just the fact that Nick Cage could be mentioned in the same breath as Superman is funny enough, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah! Did you see the so. photos of him when? Oh god! They uh, he was going to be in Tim Burton's yeah. Superman. Oh, yeah. Man, him wearing the the suit, the screen yeah. test shots. 
I wonder why they didn't make that movie. I, I die a little inside every time I see those pictures. I can tell you. I can tell you why they didn't make that movie because Tim, Tim Burton signed a pair of play, so he got paid whether they made the movie or not. So there was no reason he should make that movie. Exactly. Well, and it's not up his alley. It's not crazy yeah. shapes and buildings and. Can you imagine that score done by uh, oh, man. Danny Elfman? Yeah, Danny Elfman. Ugh. And you know he could be—he has to be like the least super heroic-looking Superman oh, ever. Yeah. He looks like the receding hairline yeah. in that picture because oh, yeah. it was around the same time as what Con Air. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was—I just couldn't it was, stop laughing. It was laughing. before he started At least Henry wearing Cavell, a wig. He looks like he's a Superman. You know, he's—he yeah. has a chiseled chin. He's all ripped. Well, and hearing him speak, he's got the right kind of tone of voice. He doesn't, you know, it's not too deep. It's not too light and airy. So I don't and know. I will say, I'm not a big Superman fan, but I think the, the trailers make me really want to see the movie. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. You know, a couple people that I know keep saying the same thing. I, you know? I hate Superman, and I'm actually really excited for Man so of Steel. So you hate Dresden. You hate, why am I sitting I, no, here? No, no, no. <laughs> I, 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 I've never read Dresden. Uh, I just I just don't like Superman. Oh, okay. Well, not a lot of people do. They don't, they don't give him enough... They don't, they don't yeah. sit there and really think about it enough. So explain I, I it to like, people like who don't like theory. Superman. What makes him so great? Well, oh, okay. Uh, do we have <laughs> enough to, How long do we have? Uh, we're not doing anything yeah, today. Yeah, we're, okay, yeah. well, I think what, and it's, it's uh, something that they've actually touched on in interviews for this most recent movie is that it's not about kryptonite and Brainiac or, or Doomsday and just beating the hell out of each other because... That's easy. I mean, his powers have fluctuated so much over the years that he can move a planet or he can not move a planet or he can blow out a sun. Go back in time, create cellophane And that's what a lot of people reference. Like, he's so super powerful that, well, how do you you give him any kind of villain to face? Because it's too easy or it's too hard. But you just, you have to go the other direction. You have to go with a lot of the emotional states you have to go with a lot of what's inside his head and I think that's where everybody fails because they either don't think there's enough there they don't think there's enough material to mine emotionally or they just don't want to you know I've always said that if you can write a good Superman story you're a great writer well have you read uh, Superman Birthright no it's probably one of my favorite graphic novels and it looks from the trailers it looks like they pulled actually quite a bit from that graphic novel for this most recent movie and it really does uh, touch on a lot of that kind of struggle that he has thinking he's the only person of an entire race that's left when he figures out that he's from a different planet originally he just thinks he's the only person like that anywhere in the first place which is solitary and sad enough but then when you realize you're not only the only person like that on earth you're the only person like that anywhere yeah and having to distance yourself from people. I mean, a lot of people look at that God complex from the physical point of view, and they don't understand the loneliness that can come from that. And not in the emo Superman Returns kind of way, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, I actually, but, I don't think yeah. Superman Returns is a bad movie. It's no, just look, a lot of time was wasted with him flying, and look how, like, majestic I look while I fly. Yeah. Majestic and sad. It's almost like <laughs> Brian Singer had a hard-on for Superman. Whoa, whoa, oh, whoa, whoa. Oh. Well, you know, they Probably do have true. a lot of problems, you know, with the bulge in the movies. Yeah. So, but, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I, and they were trying too hard to recreate the originals. I yep. mean, and yeah. the actor does an amazing Christopher Reeve impression. Yeah. And he's, in a, he's a pretty good actor. Oh, I yeah. Mean, but when he's not trying to do Christopher Reeve impressions. Right. So, yeah. 
So I mean, it, it was it was a passable entertainment, but I think this new one, and it's is going to hit on all the points that they've tried. They haven't tried to. Before. At least we know it's going to look really cool. Yeah, it'll look pretty. I mean, that's a movie yeah. that is quite literally weighed down by the things. I mean, that's a movie that ends with an island of kryptonite, exactly. and you're just like, this is so not what I want in this movie. You know, it 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 burdens that film with you, the kind of canon that that ruins that character. Yeah. Yeah. You can have the superhero feats of strength and beating, you know, like Zod beating on Superman and vice versa in the fights, but because that's what makes those kinds of things entertaining. But what makes you care about the character is if you make that character interesting, not even necessarily relatable like Marvel does yeah. really, really well, um, but just interesting. You want to care about the character even if you don't connect with them. Yeah. You know, I think that you can actually draw some parallels from the X-Men to Superman just because of that implied, not just loneliness, but... Um, Other. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. The feeling that you could be shunned by society and so you don't really show anybody what you can do. Yeah. And that, and that fear. I mean, there, there is an element of fear to Superman if, you know, if he lets loose too much physically. He could pretty much kill anybody. Uh. Or if he shows people what he can do he i mean and i think they touch on that in the new movie just how are people going to react to knowing me damn you know, it knowing i exist you're going to make me buy so. superman comics now yes yes damn I am. it uh not, he will not, not make me yeah no I, you kind of you kind of sold me a little i was kind of like okay okay all right all right <laughs> yeah you can see that but and that's and that's why people like batman so much more is because it it doesn't take as much thought to get there. Yeah. That, that fleshed-out character that Batman is uh, that we were talking about before we started... Uh, actually laying this actually, on wax. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, is very upfront. It's very there. It's, it's very on the surface of Batman. It's like yeah. I said, he says, my parents are dead in every single comic book. He has to <laughs> reference it in, like, every issue. Because he keeps that pain on his... Uh, right on, on his shoulder, sleeve. Yeah. yeah. So people understand it a little better because they don't have to dig for it, you know, right. mentally. They don't have to look for it. They don't, they don't have to have imagine up characteristics right. they don't have of to a character think as hard in order because to... it's right there in front of them. So yeah. <laughs> anyway. Cool. So what else are you doing right now, sir? Uh, right now, I'm working at the Alamo Draft House, which uh, I'm really glad you guys actually like. Yeah. You uh, do. I'd, I'd heard about it years ago from Harry Knowles, you know, on Ain't It Cool. Yeah. And just him constantly talking about all the cool things they do. When I found out they were building one here in Denver, I was like, I must work there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're going to be playing in the next month. They're doing the Three Amigos on Cinco de Mayo. Awesome. We're doing Last Starfighter at some point, oh, which nice. is going to be awesome. Yeah. But uh, working, uh, I'm working on doing uh, the book trailer for the next Dresden Files book. Uh, we're just kind of putting some stuff together slowly. So you're like you're like friends with Jim Butcher. Like you, I mean, you know him enough that you're I really know, I know involved. Him. Yeah, I, I know him. Cool. Uh, we're on speaking terms. Oh. I, I don't want to be name dropping. Right. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, Jim Butcher is listening to yeah. Real Nerds podcast. He's like, wait a minute. <laughs> you guys don't. You're, you're, you're not, not, like, you're not <laughs> supposed to name drop. Uh, Robert De Niro told me that. Once. <laughs> <laughs> cool. But other than that, yeah, I'm just kind of. Going to a lot of movies. Very so. cool. What's uh, what's been the movie you've enjoyed the most this year? Like since January. Yep. Oh, uh, um, you know that's actually tough because I've been to a lot of them, and most of them are not of them memorable. Really, like impressed me that much. Uh, 
like I went to, uh, what was that, Oz the Great and Powerful. Yeah. And I just kind of sat there with my head cocked to the side the whole time going, they could have done this so much better. But, you know, God, it's only been four months. You'd think I'd be yeah. able to come yeah. up with something. Did you see Hansel and Gretel? Yeah. See, my, oh, I, you know what? I did. Yeah. Did you like it? It was great. Just mindless yes. entertainment. Yeah. I loved it. Oh, man. Yeah, it that's what we've been saying, too. That's been, that, that's been one it of was. our, like, like, it's not the best movie we've seen this year, but right, it's one exactly. of our, like, Things oh, we've been what? holding up, going like, "Hey, you should see this movie. It's Warm pretty good." Bodies. Yeah. I saw, Warm Bodies. Yeah, Warm Bodies is better. That was that probably was, yeah. one of my favorite movies since, yeah. yeah, since the new year. Absolutely. I mean, I'm still digging on Avengers like really hard. Watch it once a week. <laughs> yeah. uh, though that'll probably change in like the next month between yeah, Iron Man and, and out, Man of there? Steel and. There's a lot of stuff coming out this summer yeah. that's just gonna starting this week. It just keeps going. Minds. Star Trek, yeah, is gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how they play that out. Yeah, for Con, I mean Cumberbatch. I mean, it's uh, not Con. It's Con. It's not it's Con. Con. The guy's name. They've released the character's name. The character's name is the first character that Con kills in the original episode Space Seed. Yeah, it's not Con. It's. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, if it's not con in name, it's con in character. I, I, they're, they're I might be with you there. Con more hardcore. How about that? All right. They're making him a little more dangerous. Okay. <laughs> and then okay. at the end, he gets killed by con because he's not con. <laughs> yes. We'll see. I'll be eating crow in, okay, in, I'll tell in you a what, month. I'll, but I'll, I'll, I'll call you or message you when the movie comes out and tell you that I owe you a beer or something if it's not sure, con. Sure, okay? sure, sure. Okay. I don't know you anything if it's con. I'm not. <laughs> Wait a minute now. <laughs> Wait, this is a one-sided bet. I oh think. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not a betting man. <laughs> well, we ran cool. out of things to talk about really quickly. We that, did. It's almost like we were talking wall. for 20 minutes before we started doing right, this. Yeah. How is uh, how has it been working at the at the Alamo? You like it? Oh, I mean, God, you I don't have to it. say that it's shit. It is, no. It has probably been my best favorite job in years. Yeah. Uh, probably since I lived in Vegas in 2006. Yeah. Uh, I had a couple of really cool jobs there, but I have yet to have a job that I enjoy as much as this for as much work as I do. Yeah. I leave there just, you know, you're running stadiums all day. You're running day, the whole, you know? yeah, oh yeah. So I just leave like sweaty and smiling no matter what kind of Very money cool. I make as a waiter that night. It's just, it's fun. Yeah. And you get to see movies. So I mean, yeah. even if you only get to see it 30 seconds at a time. <laughs> <laughs> You're still experiencing the, exactly. the movie experience. Well, and they do so much cool stuff for these, yeah. these like the Big Lebowski with the inflatable bowling before the movie. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, so... That's, yeah, cool. that's the thing I didn't know about Alamo. I mean, I knew about, you know, the kicking people out for talking. And right, right. They kind of had strict rules, and that's what sold me on the theater. But I didn't know they did these 80 sing-alongs, you know, oh, yeah, quote-alongs. Oh, yeah, Saturday, man. Tonight, there's an 80 sing-along because it's every Saturday. So what so. do they just show clips? No, they'll show the full video. And uh, if I haven't actually worked one yet, but I've, I've been in to see it when I have the time. And I think they'll have a microphone they'll pass around, do a very karaoke kind of a thing. They give everybody glow sticks, just like handfuls of glow sticks and glow <laughs> stick necklaces and inflatable guitars and balloons. And it's one of the few times that you're allowed to not just talk, but just get up and rock out and sing. And there's a, an MC, his name's Michael Sheridan. He's actually kicking around somewhere at the con here. He does uh, a really good Captain Jack Sparrow. But, uh, you know, he MCs a lot of their stuff. and. They turn on the crazy lights. You know, it's not just a darkened oh, theater. Wow. 
they got a, a fog machine. They'll pump in the <laughs> fog and the smoke. So it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's just a big party every Saturday. So very cool. cool. Anything else you want to say to us on Real Nerds Podcast? Uh, I listen to you guys every new podcast. Oh, like, hey. Aww. Even if I don't agree with That's either adorable. of you ever. Never? <laughs> hey, you probably don't. I sit there arguing Aww. in my car. I think I look like a crazy person to yeah. some people. If I what, what's the thing that we said that have enraged you the most? What movie did we love that do, you were just like, want to go back to the Dark Knight Well, thing? Uh, uh, I mean that was almost a year ago. I mean that's. Hey, that, uh, we'll go the, the other way. Closed? What movie? What movie have we hated that you really loved? That I hated too. No, no, that you liked. Oh, that I liked. Um, dude, I've only been listening for a year, but it's been a year. You want me to try and remember a year's worth? No, of No, I was just curious. I was just curious if there was one there, that stood there out. There have been a couple that I've agreed with you on, and a couple <laughs> that <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> oh, it's about fifty-fifty. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. And it makes me want to call in good. or write in. And you should. You, know, you stream, should. We, that is a thing that we do. I so noticed. You can, yeah. I noticed very much. <laughs> very much. And then cool. you can hear your voice on our podcast mm-hmm. read through me. <laughs> the power. <laughs> but, very I mean, cool. you guys do the comic segment. You should have someone read Superman at some point and get on there. And, um, oh. Sorry to just sure. go left back. Uh, I, I mean, mean, you, you I, sort I, of just I, did. Like, there was a point there at the end where I was going to be like, really, can can we get that Superman series at Coins, Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics? Are they, they going to have the trade <laughs> Why, yes, I believe you can. <laughs> yeah. I so. like the... Uh, the Superman in, H- in Hush with Batman. That yes, was fun. Yes, that was great. I like that. You know what I what I realized the other day? It, it showed up on Reddit. Um, the uh, No, it was an article about the, the best like it, representations of Superman. Mm-hmm. The, the 90s cartoon show, the Superman the Animated yes. Series. The one that was basically the Superman version of Batman the right, Animated exactly. Series. And that's was gr- I loved the hell out of that they show. They took the same care that they did with, with Batman. It's just that yeah. it's a different It's tone. just that it wasn't drawn on black exactly. paper, it was drawn exactly. on white. Yeah. You get more time like that, you get time to flesh out a character yeah. like you do in the comics as opposed to a two hour movie. Yeah. Which is probably where a lot of that failed. Yeah. yeah so. absolutely. Cool. Anyway. Oh, you know what? I, I lied. I do love a Superman story. Which one? Super All-Star Superman. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh, Superman purists don't like oh, it. Yeah, I have to no. disagree with you again, but only because of the whole dying thing. I mean, it's a great death of story. I mean, and it's a, yeah. it's a very good story. And I actually like, did you see the animated version that Dwayne McDuffie did? I didn't. They did, you know, they do their yeah. straight-to-video animated yeah. releases. Uh, Dwayne McDuffie wrote that. It was actually, he wrote a lot of the Justice League cartoon, which is another a good cartoon along the yeah. lines of that Batman and Superman. Uh, it was the last thing he did. He he passed away within this last year, sadly. He was a fantastic writer, but he adapted that so well that I hadn't read it before I watched the cartoon. I watched that, and I was like, okay, I have to go back and read this now. Yeah. And it was. It was it was entertaining. It was fun. Uh, I mean, it was still Superman. It wasn't someone trying to make Superman something he's not. Yeah. And it was just a load of fun. I just... There was this knee-jerk reaction I had as a Superman fan going, he doesn't die. He doesn't die. Stop that. But yeah. it was still, in the end, I still I agreed with it if I kind well, of took it out of context. I mean, except yeah. for that one time that he died in the 90s and then they made like six versions of him and one of them was a but, robot. I mean, that happened. That, that's a thing that happened. Well, well yeah, in the 90s when, <laughs> when comics were dead. They were trying to sell alternate versions of covers because people thought collecting stuff right oh, yeah. away meant they could get money. Oh, dude, well, that's poly- happened poly- now, bags are where the money is. Now it's all about the variant issue, and uh, yeah. it's interesting because books 
that are you know ten months old are more expensive than books that are forty years oh, old. Yeah, and you're, exactly. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's a really interesting. Uh, concept now. Spe- speaking of which, Ryan, I would like my copy of Saga Number One that uh, I gave you. Back. Never, never. <laughs> oh man! Did you get it graded? Is it? No. Uh, no. Oh, I, oh, I mean, they're in mint. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, it's oh, definitely a nine one. eight. Okay, but yeah, like, that's good. I, uh, yeah, he gave it to me. I think right now it's selling on Comic Book Price lo- uh, Guide for yeah. like eighty dollars an issue for oh, the yeah, first one. Oh yeah, you're never getting that back. Yeah. yeah. No, that's oh, no, no, that, issue that, two, which I have two copies of, is one hundred and sixty dollars at Mile High Comics. Well, then why are you complaying about? I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, well, he he brought well, it to me. Number he says, one hey, is worth more. Hey, 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 read this. It's good. I says okay, and then you know I got the ones, yeah. the, the previous ones, and now it's like the hottest comic yeah. that's come out. Oh and, yeah. yeah, see, and I, I have enough comics that they'll appreciate over the years, but mm-hmm. I, I think eighty dollars is probably the most expensive one I own. I'd like to, yeah, as I get older and have that kind of money to burn. I'd like to get some yeah. more of the expensive See, ones. See, mine, oh, yeah. my yeah. most expensive comic is I have The Death of the Green Goblin that I bought nice. 20 years ago for, nice. I don't know, 100 and something. And it's in near minutes. Uh, I was going to say, do you have six, that seven hundred in, uh, in a vault somewhere? It is not. It's hanging proudly on my wall. <laughs> Comics are for reading. You, know? <laughs> you don't want to get them torn up, but still, like... But it's the my Darth bragging Ball point. Is really yeah, it is. I know. D- I know. D- distracting. Yeah, right now. it is. And those kids are like hopping around and stuff. But I want to see someone sawed in half. Well, I just love that it's it's a Star Wars theme, and they're playing with Star Trek uh, costumes. That's and because padlets. the music for Star Wars is way better than the music for Star Trek, dude. Yeah. dude it's, it's a little bit Michael more. Michael Giacchino. Yeah, that new score is great. Yeah, but I'm, not ta- I'm talking no, about I'm good. talking about the old stuff. I know you're right. And right. he's no right. he's, he's no I'm John not, Williams. I'm not going to just no. I know you're right. Come on, you're right. Yeah, what do you disagree well, with? Well, John Williams did a couple good. So- okay, and this. Is- whoa, 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 whoa! What are you going to say? I, did, I I went to school for music. That <laughs> okay. my, my bachelor's degree is in music. So, so you and know so how great do, you have to do a lot of analy- you know analyzing musical scores and learning how things are yeah. built. And uh, one of the first things I ever did was. Analyzing John Williams' music as a whole, yeah, because I was going to college around the time that uh, Episode Two came out, and there was this rumor floating around oh. that the love theme for Anakin and Padme was basically the Imperial March flipped backwards huh. or upside down or something. And what I found as I was digging through John Williams' stuff is that as good as the guy is, as as amazing of these memorable pieces that he makes. It's the exact same kind of chord progressions yeah. over and over. He uses the same notes, just kind of oh, yeah. in a different order. Which but, is why Indiana Jones sounds so much like Superman, sounds so much like Star Wars. But it doesn't you know. sound like Catch Me If You Can. What's that? <laughs> but it doesn't sound like Catch Me If You Can. No, no. Like, I mean, don't. he, I, I will agree with you. I mean, there, he definitely has a, a, a style, and when you hear a John Williams score, you know it. I mean, right. no, nobody's going right. to listen to the score for Lincoln and not know right. that's who did right. it. Um, but I think that with within that, I, I mean that's true for everybody. I mean, go yeah. You, know, you listen to a um, uh, oh shit. Um, well, I mean the, the guy who did Batman, um, Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Zimmer. Yeah. Dude, Hans Zimmer's doing, been doing the same doing score for twenty years. Yeah. I mean, yeah. go listen to Crimson Tide. Well, obviously everything yeah. since Crimson Tide. But if you listen to Gladiator and then Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. it's the same score. Oh, yeah. Like it's well, the exact same score. You listen to Michael Giacchino that you just mentioned a second yeah. ago. You listen to that Star Trek um, score, mm-hmm. and then you listen to. Cloverfield. Yeah. And as, as epic as that final song was, if you listen to the whole score, they sound very similar. Oh, yeah. You can tell it's the same composer. But, uh, uh, the, one of the reasons I like Giacchino is that he can run, he can do both those epic battle scores, oh, yeah. and then and yeah. then he can do the score for Lost, yeah. which I think is so... Right. 
subdued and, and beautiful. Well, I mean, the, the life and death score, and I'm, you can lay that under any any sad scene in any movie and it becomes sadder I'm going to lose some geek cred here. I have still yet to see but more than a half of an episode of Lost. Oh, yeah? Oh. Hey, you should check it out. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Rage quit. I'm out of here. I mean, I will say this: you, you should you should at least check out the score because I think it's one of the best oh, yeah. scores on a television oh, yeah. show in a long time. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, man. I think the last thing I saw of Lost was they still had Locke in the bunker pushing the button. I mean, that yeah. was what second season. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I have no idea what's going on. I should go back now and watch a, it. Now is a good time because now you can watch it away from all of the light, the, right. the passion right. and the hate that, that that you know divided people once that show ended. My girlfriend um, at the time was such a huge fan that her passion actually made me not want to watch it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was so crazy about it, and she would sit yeah. and talk about it nonstop, and she'd be on those message boards, you know, the conspiracy. Oh, yeah. I was like, you know what? And, that, and that's I'm not gonna, the right way to experience it because yeah. then you're going to go in and you're going to be like, well... I don't either. I don't see it the way you do, or what you know. Yeah. It, it's 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 something that because there's so much um, stuff around that show right. that you kind of have to approach it on your own terms. Well, I mean, in, your, in a room every, by yourself. Every fandom has their their crazies. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And you don't have to be like that to like a fandom. Like I'm a yeah. huge fan of Farscape. Oh yeah. Ben Browder is here at the at the con this yeah. weekend. But I don't like grab people by the collar. <laughs> And say, you have to watch this show. Oh, good. See, I actually got into Lost after the fact. James got me into it. So I literally bought all six seasons on DVD. (laughs) And I watched it from start to finish. But I was removed from all the hype, all the hate. And I loved the last episode. A lot of people couldn't stand it. But I thought the last episode was really poignant and amazing. I think people just thought there was going to be some sort of bigger... I I like spoilers, so I already know what happens. Oh, okay. I think people just thought there was going to be something more unexpected because a lot of people were already like, "Yeah, it's this." I'm not going to say because I don't know who's right, listening right, right, right. to this, but um, uh, you know, we all know it's this. And yeah. then there was the argument: "No, it's not. That's too easy. That's too obvious." And then it ended up being what they were saying, and yeah, people felt disappointed. Doesn't but mean. that doesn't mean that it's not a good episode. Yeah. It's just that. There's well, no twist. Ooh. And, and I mean, uh, you know, Brian K. Vaughn wrote for that show for two seasons, and he famously sort of wrote into his magnum opus, Why the Last Man. Um, and, and near the end of that series, when, when he reveals what it is, like what the secret of that universe right. is, uh, there's a character who actually comments on it and says, like, that was really not very satisfying. And he, he's talked about that and said, like, that the problem with mystery shows like that is that what you imagine up is never going to be... As you know, the writers writers still exist in the real world, and they have to yeah. they have to work inside of a certain means. Like it's never gonna make everybody happy. Right. But when it's a character driven show, I am more interested in how how the endings and how the realizations affect those characters than I ever am in yeah. in whether or not it it feels like it satisfies and blows me away in the way that the mystery did. The mystery is always better than the solution oh, yeah. than the answer. Well, and too, you know, I mean, my favorite episode of it is when Jack gets tattoos on him. <laughs> you kidding. asshole. Sorry, it's over kidding. my head. Oh, yeah. That, that is the, the worst the episode It's of like the, the most reviled episode of... Okay. Yeah. It, yeah. It's mostly because of Bai Ling's involvement, but, um, okay. yeah. Well, but if you have Netflix, you can watch it now. It's all on yeah. Netflix. And yeah. that's the other thing, too, is you don't have to wait for the next episode yeah. a week or a month or yeah. three months later. That's where it saved me a lot. Right, you know? exactly. Yeah. yeah. Because when you don't like an episode, the next one comes up right next. Well, yes. and that's why you're also removed from that. Exactly. That uh, you know that 
conspiracy chatter online because you don't even have to worry about it. You can just yeah. pop in. The next I don't know episode. anything about it. Like I, yeah. I knew that the show was really buzzy. Like a lot of people talked yeah. about it, but yeah. I had no idea what the controversy was. I mean, I right. knew they were stuck on an island. Right. I knew about the smoke monster. <laughs> But when you yeah. when you strip away all that, the, you know the characters in that show are amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's a show about that one moment when he promises that he's going to fix his future wife. And, and you know, oh, oh man, oh. And, and and who doesn't love live together, die alone? Live together, die alone. Yeah. I mean, just great stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you're wearing Buffy. Who doesn't love and Buffy? Wrong. Oh, yeah. I'm not only wearing Buffy. I'm wearing anti-Twilight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we really respect that about yeah. you. Oh, I mean, you. I don't. I really like going to see those Twilight movies. Yeah, he loves Twilight for some I don't, reason. No, I don't. No, he I loves don't. Twilight. You've listened to the show. You know I don't love. I'm a masochist. I like going to see those movies. <laughs> well, I mean, and here's the thing. There's worse things out there. Oh, yeah. There's I watched oh, Jersey Shore Shark Attack this week. Uh, <laughs> have you ever seen Wrong Turn 5? <laughs> hey, I lived through Garbage Pail Kids, okay? Oh, there you, go. there you go. I bought that yeah. for my wife a couple months ago. <laughs> yeah. She loved that movie when she was a kid, and I don't know where the hell I was at, but it was in one of those like $2 bins. Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. I'll get this oh, for my like wife. It. And my wife, she's like, oh, my God, you remember that I love uh, Garbage Pail Kids? I says, you're probably not going to love it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you go back and watch God. How, yeah. how sad is that when you go back and watch stuff as an adult and you don't? Oh. It's, it's heartbreaking I can't sometimes. go back and watch the, really the, the Amazing Spider-Man cartoon show. I can't go back. Oh, no. I just God, can't. I can't. Oh, you're talking about the one from the 90s? Yeah. I've been re- I've it been defined re- no. Spider-Man for me, and I go back now, and I'm like. But see, I've been re-watching it, and he punches and kicks people in it. Well, uh, I watched one where he kicked Mysterio off the edge of a building. Yeah. Man. Right. Actually, what the one that kills me is going back and watching X Men, the X Men cartoon mm-hmm. from the nineties. Yeah, as awesome as it was, going back and watching it now after it's gotten so much better in the animation industry oh, yeah. that you're yeah. like, oh wow, oh, this yeah. is not as good as I. Uh, yeah, you go, you go from like watching, you know, Avatar: Legend of Korra. Oh to, God! To, right? Yeah, yeah. Thank well, you. Not even, not even finally, Korra. somebody okay. else on a mic. That, that knows how good it is. It was good, but it was not as good as the original. I disagree. Because they, they, they were trying to capture lightning in a bottle by going a different direction. Yeah, but... And it's hard to find that epic struggle as epic as the guy who's trying to take over the world. I, I agree with you, but I think that, that Legend of Korra is a much more adult show. I mean, okay, I'll, I'll, some well, spoilers... Yeah. That show has a has a murder suicide in it, yeah, and, yeah. and is and it, and has basically yeah. rape sequences in yeah. a children's show. Yeah, like oh, yeah. it's it's dark. It is intense, and and, oh, it's and the so fact that they played gorgeous. it on Nickelodeon on Saturday mornings. I oh, yeah. my girlfriend and oh, I yeah. sat and watched those episodes well, because again, kind of just it's it's showing it, it's it's taking those same ideas and putting them in sort of a kids show world where we can teach the lesson right. without having to talk about. I mean, obviously, right. murder suicide is still a thing. Yeah. Like you can't get around that, but as far as like the the sequences where pe- people are you know having something taken away from well, them, it's 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 kind it's of dark. Series one, just Avatar: The Last Airbender, is kind of more of a Star Wars feel because there yeah. is this epic battle, good and evil. It's the guy trying to take over the yeah. universe or the planet, and he defeats it. And that's really why this new season or this new series wasn't the further adventures of Aang and company. Because where do you go after that? How do you top? fighting the dark lord of all evil you can't really yeah. keep people entertained with that so you go with something a little bit more like Buffy yeah. where there's a big bad every season it doesn't have to be the ultimate evil every season right. and it can still entertain you and it can still yeah. keep you enthralled yeah I agree oh, I'm glad somebody else said it on this show 
you know what my favorite uh, Legend of Korra Last Endbender is? Is oh, the no. M. Night Shyamalan movie <laughs> yeah, yeah. that I've never oh, seen. Well, Matt, thanks for don't, being don't, on the show. Uh, it's, it's, it's oh, yeah, terrific. no. It's, this guy oh, told man. me it's the worst movie ever. I well, there's well, no. still Twilight and Garbage Pail Kids, but, yeah. you know. It, I would rather watch Twilight. <laughs> even, even as someone who hadn't seen the series at that point, because I hadn't watched the cartoon. Oh, yeah? I went into that movie and I came out just... They don't even uh, pronounce the names right. Cringing. What's that? They don't even pronounce the names right. No. And it's not like from no, a book. It's well, from a they show. get a bunch of white people, which I'm all yeah. for casting colorblindness. Yeah. But when you go the opposite direction... Yeah. You know, and you cast someone from Twilight. You know, that's the problem right there. You got a, a oh, yeah, Twilight. I mean, it, you know, it's not so much you know the color of their skin; it's the context of their character. I no, mean, are they really? It's whether or not you can are, say their name right. Yeah, and can you? Are you investing in them as a character into itself? You know, people. Yeah. Right. My favorite uh, hero, is Spider-Man, and yeah. James well, asked me if Donald Glover would be okay as Spider-Man, and I don't care because no. to me, Peter Parker, it isn't about the color of his skin; it's who he is as a person, what he stands for, right? And that's right. fine. Well, and the current Spider-Man is what's his well, name? Ultimate, ja- Jamie Ultimate Reyes, Spider-Man. or is that no? That's Blue Beetle, I think. Oh. Adam Garfield. No, no. The current in the comic books, he's oh, this, it's uh, Miles Morales. Miles Morales. Okay. Yeah, ultimate. He's, like he's an ultimate. He's not the main. Well, but either way, he can be anybody under the mask, which is another reason Marvel characters are relatable. Because you know, the only person he can't be under the mask is Otto Octavius. And yet, and here we are. We're in that situation. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. that makes me cry every time I read a book. Well, they're gonna they're gonna retcon it, or they're gonna fix it because. Oh yeah, it's yeah. It's, oh, just yeah, dumb. it's just dumb to be honest. Well, yeah. <laughs> Although it was heartbreaking, that last panel in Ultimates where he and... Oh, in Ultimate, ben. it's oh, amazing. It's all, yeah. Ultimate's fantastic. Yeah. Because so. in Ultimate, you know, he's sacrificing himself. And, yeah. and that's, you know, if I wrote a final Spider-Man story, it'd have to be that, where he's stopping the Green Goblin from hurting someone he loves. Right, and, right. Yeah. And then, have you guys seen the pictures of Electro? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. What do you think? I, it, it looks like the Ultimate Spider-Man version of Electro. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. I, I I think that you know screen or um, set photos are always kind of hard because it's not going to look like that yeah. on film. It's going to look flashy, flashier. Right. It's, right. You know, it's going to be gussied up a little bit. It's more. Be a little more electric. Um, and, and are you guys happier yeah. about them kind of going back to that Sam Raimi-esque costume for Spider-Man? Because have you noticed oh, it yeah. shifted? I, yeah, I like it more. more yeah. yeah, it yeah. looks yeah. more like a, a Todd McFarlane Spider-Man with the, the big eyes. The eyes are uh, better, you know, for sure. And as long as they've got a guy who's built like Spider-Man, fine. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, uh, the costume has gone through so many iterations anyway. I, yeah. I think I think the costume's not what's important. What is, what is important is that the the new Peter Parker is a better Peter Parker. Yeah. No, I up. have to agree. And he's mouthy um, and... Yeah. He and Emma and uh, Emma Stone, not Emma Roberts. Emma Stone, I think, work really well off of each oh, other. Oh yeah, and that's no, going to be heartbreaking. No, when I, that I, happens. I, I love well, Tobey Maguire, happen, but <laughs> Matt, what's going to happen? <laughs> well, she, nothing's going to happen to her. No, nothing's going to happen to Emma Stone. <laughs> no, well, nothing's going to happen to Emma Stone, <laughs> but and not Gwen. <laughs> I love my Gwens. That's right. Oh, oh man, I actually just got a little teary-eyed there. Oh. I know, dude, because like, not only do they kill Gwen Stacy, but they're going to kill Emma Stone, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah they oh. Actually, no, don't kill Emma Stone, please. Oh. God, don't kill In, Emma in character, Stone. not in real life. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I, I would be heartbroken. Oh, that'd be a sad day. Emma, call me if you listen <laughs> yeah. to this podcast. Uh, yeah, Emma, ditch um, <laughs> Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. And, yeah. uh, come on. <laughs> okay, Andrew yeah, Garfield, call, call me. Um, we'll hang out. 
Now, that, uh, once you don't have a girlfriend anymore, Andrew, you've got some free time. We'll go come <laughs> see a movie with us. It'll yeah, be great. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, totally. We we won't invite Matt since he'll be banging your girlfriend. That's not cool. Um, <laughs> he'll be busy with Emma. Yeah. He can yeah. be busy with the uh, real nerds. Yeah. There you go. I think we got the wrong side of this deal. We did. We, we went a little... Did we go far? Did we, we pass did. the line? Far. Yeah. We did. Okay. <laughs> what a great spot to end <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Matt, for stopping by. We appreciate oh, it. Over the line. Over the line. <laughs> Can't even see it. It's so far back. Oh. Well, thanks, guys. Thank I appreciate you. it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this interview from Starfest 2013. The Real Nerds will see you next year. Thank you so much for listening to Real Nerds Podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. You can also stream us on Stitcher Radio. Email us, realnerds at gmail.com. Visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can tweet us, at real underscore nerds. Call us, 720-6nerds5. Like us on Facebook. This has been a Nebulous Visions production. Until next week, bye. <laughs>